This week brings in a burning ring of fire, not just the Johnny Cash classic, but by way of our first Libra solar eclipse. And I'm going to get into what it means for you and what it's doing for our love life, for our money. So much talk about, honey. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. I'm your girl, Maddie Murphy. Welcome to the pod. This is your Cosmic RX Radio Energy Report. And I'm your high vibe hype woman here to really ground down with you and talk about what we can expect as we go into some very powerful, life changing, paradigm shifting astrology. Libra, Aries placements, Taurus, Scorpio placements. This is it. This is your go time. Going to chat about what we can expect from this eclipse and just some ways that I'm working with it personally. And then we also are going to have bonus content on our Cosmic RX Lunarverse, premium content, members-only community with just a little bit of like a sign-by-sign breakdown of what this eclipse is, is doing for you. And yeah, I'm going to throw in a little ritual that I'm doing under this eclipse as well. But before we do all of that, we got to back it up. Beep, beep, beep. Back it up. Virgo announcements. What's happening? How are we? How is the week ahead behind wherever we are? I really have been enjoying, I talked about on last week's pod, that October was bringing in a fresh, clear new energy. And I really felt that. Like Monday, my Monday RX this past week, I just woke up. I was like, I can breathe again. I can see again. I can like feel. And I feel like, thank you, Aries full moon eclipse. You nearly damn, damn near wrecked me because Aries full moon was so much like a pressure cooker building up as we got closer to it. And it basically also like brought biblical flooding to New York City. And um, it just felt, it was a lot. And then all of a sudden, like by the end of the weekend, Sunday night, Monday, it was just that beautiful clarity that comes from a good burn. So thank you, Aries Full Moon. Yeah, it was definitely a fun few days. I had like my intimate, intentional baby shower in New York City. It was so special. And it was just like... um. <laughs> This back room of one of my favorite restaurants, Freeman's Alley in the Lower East Side. And it was such a gathering of amazing, amazing women in my life. And we just like sat at this big table. My dad came to drop off his girlfriend and was like, whoa, this is like a back room mystical mafia in here. He's like, this is a powerful goddesses like gathering. I'm like, I know. And it was it was so fun. Instead of you know any kind of gender reveal. Or anything like that. Uh, we did do a lunar lottery where I asked everyone to guess baby Scorpio's moon sign. So chime in with what you think their moon sign is going to be. But it, it was a really fun celebratory weekend and just got me feeling like, okay, October, yes, it's eclipse season. Yes, we're preparing for that. But there really does feel like this fresh energy, fresh air. I'm not saying it comes cheaply. Like it does require us to make sacrifices, to prioritize certain things, to let go of certain things. But 
I am enjoying this vibe. And those were not Virgo announcements. That was a Virgo tangent, I think, what we would say there. Maybe more of a Mars and Sag tangent from me. But it kind of leads me into Virgo announcements. Just had a really great webinar on the expansion pack, talking about North Node and Chiron and what they mean for you in terms of understanding your purpose, your calling. Also, how are they, like, what's going on right now with the North Node and Aries? If you miss that, you can check it out through my Instagram bio. You can get the replay. Really fun. Two and a half hours, just really breaking down things sign by sign, um, by house, giving you practical celestial strategy tips, journal prompts, the whole nine. Really fun group too. Really like had a blast. And I'm offering these new like cosmic zone workshops, webinars, just kind of riffing off of my, my mentorship work and the work I do in my small group coaching. Also, a few of you have reached out about the one-on-one mentorships and when I'll be opening them up next, definitely apply, put your name on the wait list, apply for my link in bio. I'm going to be opening up spots. I'm thinking for middle end of January, I'll be emerging from baby Scorpio we cave around then. So yeah, like put the applications in, maybe more like February, but if you're interested, I am going to be kind of like interviewing people soon and just kind of getting a feeler for what's out there if you're looking for that one-on-one support. Also for my Saturn return girlies and besties, you know, we've talked about Saturn return energy is a journey. It's, It's ongoing. And I think that when we have moments like the eclipses coming up, we kind of feel like the Saturn return message is really amplified. So I just wanted to remind you through Cosmic Rx, we do have a great, again, two, two and a half hour workshop that I did in the beginning part of the year. So check that out if you're looking for guidance. We also have a fun little offering coming for all of our Saturn return cohort in 2024. And let's talk about the baddie bundle winner. Who is the lucky winner of three free months to our Lunarverse community where you get not only amazing like-minded community connections, but also new and full moon calls, a monthly moon guide, and premium content from this podcast. If you're new here, you can win a baddie bundle by leaving a rating review on iTunes, leaving your Instagram handle in the review, or you can go on Spotify and screenshot it and send it to us via the direct message DM on the Cosmic Rx Instagram. And that's actually exactly what happened this week with the winner, Chelsea McQuaid. Sent us a screenshot. There's no spot to leave a review there, but I'm I'm sure Chelsea just, her heart had so much to say and Spotify just wouldn't let her. So Spotify, get on that. I don't know, but Chelsea, slide in our DMs. We have a code for you to get three free months of our community. And if you want to join just want to show us some love, you know, we really appreciate the ratings and reviews. They mean so much to us. And it's like such a power, just a testament to this community. I love it. I was like, sometimes I was supposed to be out and about. I was on my baby moon. And um, oh my God, this is so funny. Quick story, tangent, another Mars and Sag tangent. Uh, the life wizard and I, you know, we were in Sardinia and it was so gorgeous and so beautiful and so sacred there. I just like, I'm speechless over it. But we wanted to go and see the archipelago and explore some of these islands. And uh, it was a little, you know, very remote area. And so we hired this man and he spoke like not a word of English. I speak Italian, but let's just say she's rusty with it. So it's very fun to have this whole day hanging out with this beautiful man. 
He was so sweet. You know, he really put up with my very rusty Italian and he was using Google Translate and we ended up having these really deep conversations. And that's what's the cool thing about technology. It turns out he was a cancer. I did find out that info. Okay. And then he got around to asking like the, what do you do question? And meanwhile, granted, we're in like very broken English, Italian going back and forth. And so my life wizard was like trying to describe what I do in like broken Italian. It was so funny. And then so finally he's like, Australia. And then he's like, podcast. And it's like pulls up the podcast on Spotify or iTunes. And first of all, it was amazing because the episode that was like up was the star of Sex and Soul with Christopher Marsala, former cosmic boss. If you missed the episode, please check it out. But it was amazing. He's reading, he's like, stars, sex, soul. <laughs> it's so funny. And whatever it was, he's like trying to figure it out. And then he saw randomly, he pointed to all of our ratings, reviews. And he was like, oh, molto bene, molto, molto bene. And I was like, okay, like the numbers to translate beyond language. And I was like, it's so cool because you have no idea how to tell this man like in Italian. Like I'm part of this cosmic revolution group where I work with like like-minded um, spiritual baddies and witchy weirdos. And we're all trying to work on ourselves and change the world. And like we roll really deep. But when he saw that number of the reviews, which I have never seen anyone like that I don't, you know, witness on the unfolding and care about that, he was like really impressed. And I was like, wow. Yeah, you have no idea. Like we, we we go so deep, we roll so deep, but it was so cute. And shout out to him. Shout out to our cancer man living on uh, Madalena Island off of Sardinia. <laughs> Anyways, so Mars and Sag today. What am I doing with these tangents? Back to what we're talking about. Thank you, Chelsea McQuaid, for your rating on Spotify. And let's talk about if astrology isn't real. Lord, this week. So much happening, but I got a lot of messages and people and just in person, like different clients of mine who really wanted to hear about the astrology of Kevin McCarthy. So if you missed it, if you didn't hear, Kevin McCarthy, who was the Speaker of the House, got ousted by his own party. So that's its own separate, ridiculous news story going on. But I looked up his chart and there was a few things that I just thought were super interesting, more just for like learning about how transits can affect our chart and, and just sort of what's playing out about this. So the big thing that stood out to me is that Mr. McCarthy is also a girly in his second Saturn return. So we know we go through our first Saturn return, 27, 28, and then 27, 28 years later, we go through our second one. And this is not necessarily like means that if you're going through your second return, you're going to get ousted from your job. Do not worry about that. But he's in his, it completes in early January. And Saturn is about authority, karma, really having to kind of pay the piper, face consequences of our decisions, good or bad consequences. And of course, his Saturn return is in his 10th house which is all about your public image, your career. And during Saturn returns in the 10th house, you can really come into authority or lose authority. And what was super interesting to kind of add to the story of his chart is he has Mercury and Venus basically conjunct in Capricorn in his eighth house. We know Mercury is how we think, how we talk, how we communicate. Venus is like, you know, our values, how we make money. And in Capricorn, in the eighth house, it feels like the vibe it's giving me is, yeah, he broke rank with people he made an agreement with. 
he has some secrets. I feel like he has things. He's in a very shadowy area. Not that everyone who has Mercury Venus and Captain the Eighth is is dealing with shadow governments, but it's a very literal interpretation of him dealing with them. some very shadow patriarchal things happening through especially our government. But I feel like we haven't heard the end of the story yet. Mars is you know, entered his sixth house, which can be a signal of having to fight for his job, having fighting, having conflict at work, which doesn't mean if you have that doesn't necessarily mean that for you. But in the sign of Libra, it's about bringing things into justice, bringing things into equilibrium. But on October 12th, it'll move into Scorpio, Mars, and will continue to go on through his sixth house. And I just feel like there's something else that we have yet to learn about this story. I feel like he has been collecting dirt that Mercury and Venus in the eighth house does what it does. He also has Jupiter in his 12th, which is kind of like gaining a little bit of some, mm, I don't know what, little Jupiter sky daddy luck from, from 12th house unseen things. Also the house of hidden enemies. Um, he's in his Jupiter returns in Taurus. And I do feel like he's he's strategizing. He's up to something. He has a Mars in Virgo, which is a very detail-oriented, precise, calculating placement. And Mercury was on his Mars when the news broke, but I feel like there's more, more and more coming out there. And uh, also interesting, you know, why he was ousted was very eighth house, which is, you know, dealing with other people's money, debt. And we know that he was accused of making a quote unquote secret side deal with, you know, the Democrats to kind of figure out some sort of short-term spending deal to avert a government shutdown, eighth house, other people's money secrets. He's being accused of treachery. It's it's all very literal playing out in his chart. But all I will say is, you know, mostly just like doing these for teaching moments, but I will say I we have not heard the end of this story yet. So we'll stay tuned on that. I also thank you so much for all the fun feedback on the uh trailer story, Trailgate. What are we calling it? Taylor and Travis. Yes, Travis Kells. Then I feel like after I did that, if astrology isn't real moment, which like we did some bonus content on Cosmic Rx, I like I learned so much more about them and really like really couldn't turn anywhere without hearing about them. But yeah, if you're interested in that, go check it out on Cosmic Rx on our community. I just love, I love when things just like sweep the nation. It, it's so interesting to me. The first thing I do is I run, I run to the charts. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me, I do. Um, the moon is having quite the moment this week with these eclipses. She is going to be in her full star power mode. But even as we lead up to the eclipses, we can look to the moon to understand our emotional weather for the week. What's the vibe? So the day this pod comes out, Monday, Moon Day, October 9th. First of all, shout out to my little sister, Jackie Murphy. It's her birthday. And we have a lot of nine birthdays in my family. My cousin is Kirsten is November 9th. I am September 9th. So shout out to her. It's a Leo moon day, which is so fun. I'm so curious. You have to tag us in your hashtag Monday RX because Leo moon days, this goes to Tuesday morning. I want to see you really doing something in your heart center, being in your creative expression. Like, can we wear some like neon or sequins to work? Can we get a blowout? Can we at least just walk with our head tall, crowns on, spine straight, chest open, and just be like the regal, radiant, bad bitch you are on Monday? Like, what does that mean to you? Or maybe it's 
doing something for your inner child on Monday. Let us know how that feels walking into the week with that energy. We're definitely look out for the Libra Leo combo can get a, a little, a little superficial. Can be a little like caught up in, in the vanity of it all. So we're just gonna remember beauty goes beyond skin deep. And then Tuesday, which is 1010, 10-10 portal. We love that. The moon was into Virgo at 8 a.m. Eastern time. And the moon stays in Virgo through the 11th and the 12th until about 8.20 p.m., which is where we start to enter like uh, that eclipse zone. So these Virgo moon days, let's use that to prepare for the eclipse. Let's get our shit in order. Let's take care of our houses. And by our houses, I mean ourselves. Uh, You know, have you been sleeping? Have you been taking your vitamins, your probiotics? Should we stock up on some healthy groceries? Like are there some big things in the to-do list that we can check off so we can go into this heart of this eclipse with just a little less on the brain, a little less stress, a little more support. I think that would be a great RX for those days. Um, and if there's anything, again, that we can just kind of clear out of the queue, any, any to-do list things, but especially really focus on that physical self-care, physical health those days. And of course, mental health that comes from that. And then we're just going to look out for the Libra sun, Virgo moon, being overly polite, being to people, pleasing energy, just being in like saying yes when you don't want to, especially as we go into the heart of the eclipse, just keeping your plate, keeping your load light is going to really help you. And sometimes those two signs on those days, you're going to be tempted to say yes, even if it's like outside your bandwidth, I'm going to encourage you to not do that. And then Thursday, 8 p.m., we have we're going to that Libra moon Friday the 13th, which is one of my favorite days of the year. We have the Libra moon, and then we have the eclipse at 1.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, new moon, ring of fire, solar eclipse, and then after 1.50 for the rest of the weekend through Sunday night, we have the Scorpio moon. And those Scorpio moon days, I'll talk about the Libra moon energy as we talk about the planetary planning But for the Scorpio moon days, probably the Libra eclipse is going to show something, reveal something to you that either needs to be released or you're ready to start something new. And the Scorpio moon days, I invite you after that to like, let yourself go deep, let yourself go into the why, why are these things important to you? Get clear with yourself, spend some time just investigating a little bit in, in your inner world. Also Scorpio moon days, I love for some like self-pleasure practices, letting yourself feel kind of in your most sensual, sexual, erotic self, whatever that means to you, making some time for that and just letting yourself go deep, be deep, pick up a, a, a book that's a little deep, read some poetry, watch an interesting like documentary on like psychology or the occult. It's days that our souls and our, our emotional selves just want to go headfirst into the deep end. We're going to look out for after that eclipse, we might have, you know, a feeling of some endings that have to happen or something new we have to do. And I'm just going to urge you on the Scorpio moon days to not spiral about it or do anything that feels like self-sabotage. We can kind of just sit and like observe and wait really from the 14th to 28th is the heart of the eclipse. And I really want us paying attention to things that happen, signs, nudges we get, big plot twists, but it's not a time to like force anything, if that makes sense. We're paying attention. We're seeing what comes up. We're not forcing anything. And sometimes that Scorpio moon wants to like control or have power like over the situation. And it's probably better to occupy yourself with, like I said, poetry or self-pleasure. 
during that time. So planetary planning, the headline, the event that brings us here and why we are gathered here today, beloveds, is to talk about the big headline for not just the week, but the month, the season is the Libra solar eclipse. So like I said, this is going down October 14th, 1.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is the first eclipse that we've had in Libra since 2016. And it really is going to supercharge really a six-month window that is coming to revive, rejuvenate, rewire our relationships. And the moon is working with Mercury in this instance at the goddess Eris, uh, which is an asteroid. And there's going to be some kind of moments of big clarity, ahas, around what we need in the eclipse, in the Libra area of our lives. And again, I'll be doing a sign-by-sign reading in the Lunarverse community if you need help understanding what that may be. But basically, this is coming in like a breath of fresh air. There is something new coming your way in terms of relationship, partnering, collaborating, co-creating. It might be around money. It might be around your art. But it's not going to like it's not going to like drop in your lap. It comes super easy. It's probably definitely going to require you taking a stand, you setting a boundary, you just asserting yourself in a way. It's not passive, if it makes sense. Maybe the direct, the things that come after are going to feel more passive, but there's going to require you, and again, with that Mercury in Libra working with this eclipse, it's going to require you to use your voice in some way. It's going to require you to stand up for yourself or articulate what you need and want. And thinking about like where you might be called to sometimes the solar eclipse, even though it's a new moon solar eclipse, it's a new beginning, it's conjunct the south node. So there is an element to like clearing, releasing around this new moon where you might realize like "Mm, this one relationship, this one dynamic, it's just not working for me, right? Like it's just not doing what I need it to do. And I just want you to kind of look at that head on. Eclipses are gateways to transformation. They are miracle making times, in my opinion. They come to speed things up, to give us the plot twists that we need, and to kind of like help us fast forward some timelines, like a quantum jump to get where we need to go in our highest alignment. So if you've been feeling stuck, you've been feeling things are stagnant, congrats, they're not going to be anymore. We're going to go into go-go energy. And I want you to pay attention to around this eclipse, the first one on the 14th may manifest in more of a light bulb moment. It might feel more like that aha because of Mercury there, or might feel like I need to say something. If it's something like drastic, like if you're like, I'm instantly deciding I need a divorce this very second, I would give it a little time. Wait till we get through the other eclipses at the very least on the 28th. Not to say that it's not true, but it's just more like, there may be more information coming. We don't want anything erratic, but the aha, the light bulb of that may be super important, right? In the situation. And we're just going to realize in a lot of ways of maybe where we've been holding ourselves back and maybe where we've been doing things because of the expectations or projections of other people and realizing that like, we don't want to do that anymore. And this new moon solar eclipse, ring of fire eclipse in Libra is asking us to like rethink and reimagine how we can partner with people, collaborate with people 
who really see us for us. Like that song, she likes me for me, okay? Not because I hang with Leonardo or that guy who played in Fargo, right? She likes me for me. So who are the people who like you for you? What does that mean? And where are we ready to heal some wounds maybe around old partnerships? That physical light bulb moment of realizing like, oof, I have really done some deep work and I'm realizing that like, yes, that last relationship, that last partnership might've burned me, hurt me, scarred me, but like, I'm realizing I'm ready to move on. I realize it doesn't have to be that way. I've done some of my own work, which was I can call in a different level of partnership. And just thinking about all of this, and like I said, the cosmic energy may be also directing you to think about money, art, how to bring more balance in your life, just things that are coming to you. We are not manifesting actively during this time. We've talked about that. We're just more witnessing, we're observing and I love this because, listen, I am a go, I'm a, I'm a manifester. I, I'm literally a manifesting generator in human design. I love to have the next goal to work on, the next intention to set. But I think there's something really divinely designed in eclipses that just ask us four times a year, can you just not be in control of everything? Can you surrender? Can you just let what needs to happen happen? Can you trust that all those seeds you've been planting, all that foundation you've been laying, now, you know, your guides, the universe are trying to like move the puzzle pieces around and you just get to sit back and enjoy. So enjoying the break from manifesting, instead of looking at it like a punishment or a restriction, just being like, wow, that's so great. Thank you so much. I just get to sit back, watch the show. And again, be in my body, pay attention to like my needs, rest, drink lots of water, make art, make love, be in nature, ground down, do less, use this as your planetary permission slip to say no to some things over the weekend, over the you know later part of the week. And just pay attention that nothing that happens during an eclipse is random. It's giving you a sign. It's showing you something. So pay attention to that as we enter the vortex. And then also, Two days before this, or really in the week leading up to it, Pluto goes direct on the 1010 portal. And then on the 12th, Mars enters Scorpio. Pluto going direct is having us seeing some of the shadows that we've been working with more clearly. It's also releasing us from certain power struggles we've been in. And then with Mars and Scorpio, we really have this sort of initiative, this desire to go deep, to bond with others, and to really like mm, form really meaningful, intimate connections. So we're kind of letting that story unfold too about what that may mean. But again, I'm feeling this eclipse is giving clarity to me. It's giving light bulb moments. It's giving new possibility for connections in a really conscious way. And it's really going to ask you, I think, to, again, use your voice in some way the South Node in Libra is asking us to not sweep things under the rug anymore, to not just bury our heads in the sand and look the other way about anything, ugly truths in life, life, work, money, relationships, politics, the environment. Um, like it's going to ask like, where are we just kind of maintaining appearances? Where are we keeping the peace and people pleasing so as to not like look at what's going on behind all of that? And we don't want to like have things just be beautiful on the surface. We want things to be beautiful in a really deep and meaningful way. And we're really supported by the North Node in Aries during this eclipse. 
they don't know Aries wants that action, agency, independence, activation, courage. And so there definitely may be something where we're, we're saying no, we're setting a boundary, we're doing something that like is going to like come and precede that. There's all these yummy new beginnings that we're experiencing in the Libra area of our lives. So I'm going to remind you and nay, encourage you, give you the planetary permission slip to really reclaim that inner warrior, to take a stand for yourself and to know that this is part of the karma that's being rewritten for you in that energy and to own that fire as a way of bringing in more flow and more fulfillment through all Libra things, all Venusian things, right? Your beauty, your values, your money, your relationships. And I just invite you to, to surrender, release the grip on the wheel, take a ride in the backseat, look out the window and dream of the new paths that are being forged for you and just let the universe hold you in all of that. So if you want your sign by sign reading, go check out obviously our Lunarverse. And in the meantime, you know, under this Venus ruled eclipse, I'm wishing for you, holding you in the blessing of, but not actively manifesting, just the prayers for hot, juicy sex, big fat checks and more. And I'm just excited to see you on the other side hear from you how it's going. Don't forget to tag us in your hashtag MondayRx. I want to know what your Leo Moon Day energy is bringing you. Until next time, lots of love. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.